0: Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to not a game, not a game, we talking about practice.
1: LePron James with no record for human life, he's going to go!
2: And welcome to the Ball Boys Podcast. And we are joined today again with Jermaine, who's back from his one episode absence. <laughs> I'm back boys, Jace Boob is here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome you, back. You, you, you haven't had a big night last night? You feeling nah, fresh? No, nah, I'm feeling alright
1: now, so I'm ready for the, to give the NBA news give, to Give the, the people listeners. what they want? That's exactly
2: what. And, and we're, we're joined with also with Callum Mack, who's a, a steady contributor to That's the it. podcast. <laughs> episode four. We're back,
0: baby. Episode <laughs> Let's 4 keep
2: it going. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out yeah. to those international viewers out there. We've, we've had a couple that have, that have joined in, so the first of many, hopefully. That's it. We're going worldwide. <laughs> yep. So um,
0: across the globe, A bit of Europe, bit bit of Americas.
2: Yeah, we're hitting over over the sea, overseas. Um, so we're going through a few things today. We've we've had some basketball to digest now. We're we, we're a few games in, just over a week in now, and some things to talk about. Um, right off the top, we've got a we've got a few unfortunate news to cover. A um, couple of pretty significant injuries for some teams contending for that. Last spot in the playoffs on both the East and West sides. First of all, we've got Jonathan Isaac, unfortunately, has um, torn his ACL. So he's going to be obviously out for the, the rest of the season. And Jaron Jackson Jr. has also done his meniscus. So a bit of a tough blow for those teams. Probably more so the, the Grizzlies, who are still fighting for that number eight seed. Um, the Orlando Magic is probably sort of locked in there. Um, do you think that the Grizzlies... How does this affect them and moving forward and their chances for making the eighth seed?
0: I felt pretty bad for them. I think Triple J, obviously, aside from Jar, he was their um, number two option. And then also, he brings a lot to the table defensively, spreads the court, hitting that three this year really efficiently. So it's going to be a big loss for them. It's pretty disappointing. I think most of us now are kind of rooting for some of the other teams, probably in the West, to battle out um, the Lakers in that first round, just because... We always want to see the you know the best team, um, the best top eight. So, um, yeah, disappointing. Yeah,
2: it, it's a tough loss, and like you said, he's, he's a good floor spacer. Um, I saw an interesting stat the other day that in the bubble, um, Triple J has been averaging more threes than rebounds so far. Wow. Averaging, <laughs> yeah, averaging three point three three pointers and and two point six rebounds per game so he's he's not sure if i'm
1: concerned about that (laughs) rebound yeah i'd actually be a bit concerned about that i don't know if it's a a good thing because he's
2: shooting and make a lot of threes or or, or if he's not rebounding but but um he's definitely a unique player and i think
1: it's a big loss for them good good young player and especially i mean whether they make the eighth seed or not it's not something you want for him because he's such a great talent and you'd want to see you'd hope that he has a good career ahead of him so yeah hopefully he bounces back for next season or yeah,
2: big, big big loss for for that team, and obviously Jonathan Isaac of of, of the Orlando Magic's. Um, he's uh, he was their
0: brightest spark, really. He's like, literally
2: the only reason I would ever watch a Magic game.
0: Yeah, he was exciting defensively. He was putting up big stats this year. Like it was yeah huge, huge, huge numbers, yeah, yeah huge numbers, and
2: he, he had a previous knee injury earlier in the season, which, which
0: took him did. out for a big
2: chunk. So it's um, I'm not sure if it's the same knee. It's his left knee this time. I'm, I can't remember if it was the same knee, but. Yeah, that that sucks for him and it sucks for Orlando as well. Um,
0: I believe it was the same knee. I think he was actually wearing a, a knee brace. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it didn't mm. didn't hold up.
2: So that sucks. So I guess the the Orlando Magic's were crap to watch before. They're even <laughs> worse to watch now. So yeah, yeah. They, there,
0: there was a lot of talk about Jonathan Isaac being potential. Um, defensive player of the year, like, candidate in, in the years to come. Yeah. Though, though, yeah. He was showing a lot of really good signs. So it, he was almost a break. candidate
2: this year before his um, initial injury, yeah. um, mm. before he went down earlier in the season. So it is a shame. Um, but, yeah, so we'll move on to the um, probably the most important um, results out of these um, leading games is the battle for the eighth spot in the, in the West. We've got a few contenders now. In episode one, we we picked our our picks.
0: We did, yeah. yeah like I, maybe we should do a little revision. now. Yeah. It's, um, it's all changing pretty quickly, isn't yeah. it? It is.
2: And unfortunately, my pick was the um, the Pelicans, and I, <laughs> who aren't looking great. I might have I might have led with my heart with that one. I was hey, I was really hoping to see. I'm Zion. pretty sure you disclosed that. You said yes. that
1: you're you're going for, for I, I a did. Fun I pick. did.
2: And and this yeah. was with my understanding that Zion was going to be playing proper minutes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And in the first two games, he was playing. I think, 14, 13 and a half minutes average. Yeah. The first game he play, plays over 23 minutes, they win. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted they lost their last game and he played, he played, still played well, and now he's resting today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty much going to, I wouldn't say it's called going out on a limb right now, but I, I think the Pelicans are pretty much done. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're two games back from the ninth spot yeah. now. Um, even though they've got that good run of, of easy teams, I uh, I can't
1: really see them making up the ground yeah I think it's already it's already too late and you can just tell by the fact that they're not playing Zion you know decent amount of minutes they've already hung up the towel and are they tanking? like are they it's not tanking but that's the thing I don't understand because they're still I don't even know Yeah, I don't know the, the, I don't uh, know what direction they're going in
0: um, I think that they're looking for like you know they're, they're looking big picture and I think maybe the management just don't think this season's that important in terms of making the playoffs. That's that's really
2: disappointing. I don't know. I feel like... And the Pelicans have made this mistake before with Anthony Davis. You know, like, Mm. Anthony Davis walked because they couldn't get him into the playoffs. They had a chance for Zion to make the playoffs the first year in his career. And now they've just sort of... threw sort of, like, just lacking that intensity, lacking mm. that sort of push to make the the final run in
1: this last eight games. So I feel like it's yeah. a bit of a mistake by the Pelicans. And it's sad that, like, even the minutes, the very few minutes that he does play, he plays well, and oh yeah, what, what he does, and he's still scoring efficiently, but... And even just the impact he has on the rest of the team in terms yeah. of bringing that energy, bringing that,
2: like, sort of just higher intensity, mm. I think it's, yeah, it's a bit of a whiff by the Pelicans there, but... In saying that, there was no guarantee that they would make it anyway. It just feels like they sort of, yeah, like you were saying, threw in yeah. the towel a bit. and Hanging up. It's next season, boys. Yeah, I guess so. So, um, I think, was it... Callum, was your pick the, the Memphis Grizzlies? Mine well, was the Grizzlies,
0: and... How are they looking? Uh, well, they're still obviously in it, but with Triple J going down... It's a tough um, loss. It's, it is pretty... Uh, and, and the record as well. I think they were 1-4 in the bubble so far. They haven't been doing very well. So, Well, they had, a, they had a win this morning. Again, disclosure, we're recording this
2: podcast on Saturday morning Brisbane time, which is um, Friday night over in, in America. Um, and we're recording this after they have won. So the Pelicans are currently playing. We don't know the result of that game. But the Grizzlies beat Oklahoma. So that is... That's I a think good win. It is it's a good win. Yeah. And I think from memory... What is that? That's their... That's their first win in the bubble, basically. Yeah, so, so. I,
0: I think they are four and one. So they've they've had some upsetting. They've like they've had some close losses as yeah. well. In um, you know, in, with, with respect, they've been you know, playing okay. That okay that was a, it was a tough loss. Mm. That was, that, was a, that OT game, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, I, I'm a bit worried for them. I think even if it does end up being that player play on spot, which I think it will probably will be for that eighth um, that eighth seed. At this point, I'd, I'd be changing it to the Trailblazers if I could go back in my pick because I think they'd be the favorites. They're playing really good basketball. They look great with Nurkic actually looking 100 percent healthy. So Nurkic looks like a
2: beast, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah and even
0: the Suns are making a bit of a splash. Yeah, um, the, the Suns have surprised
2: me. They haven't lost a game yet, have they? In the bubble. No. Yeah, hot, hot take. Oh, no.
0: Hot take. The Suns are the most dominant team in the uh, NBA bubble. So- <laughs> <laughs> the bubble boys. They're the real ones. The hottest take.
2: The, the Suns are the bubble boys, yeah. And that so- was like, that
0: win against um, the Clippers, you know, buzzer beater.
1: That yeah. was that was exciting Oof. to watch. That was nice. Man. Kobe, Kobe-esque, man.
0: Very kobe yeah. yeah. Pump right fake it. and then that fade Like Pivot, fade away. Oof. Got quiet and, and um, Paul George. And Devin
2: even gave a shout out to Kobe Bryant with his t-shirt after the game. I think yeah. he did. Yeah, Probably. he was... Um, Got his shoes he was He's always rocking the, the Kobe's all the time. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yep. He's yeah. a big Kobe fan. Um, so, before we move on to the other teams, I just want to... Because I had a bit of confusion before we started recording, but, Cal, you seem to have the biggest grasp on this. Take us through the play-in tournament and, and how this is going to affect the race for the 8th seed. Because it is a bit confusing. We've never had anything like this before. Yeah, so... How what, does it
0: actually work? What the plan is, because they're not going to actually play the total 82 games, they're leaving it a little bit open for where... If the ninth seed isn't within enough games, and in this case it's within 4 games of the 8th seed, they then play off for that 8th seed. Right. And the 8th seed only needs to win 1 game. The ninth seed would have to win 2 in a row to then steal the 8th seed itself and then yeah. be knocked up. So it, it doesn't matter um, who the 10th or the 11th is, it's just literally that It's eight just and between nine the 8 and the 9. Being within 4. So if you look at the East, the Wizards are well out now, so it's looking... Very, very unlikely. I think they're actually just out of the race now at this point. But if you look in the West, obviously you have multiple teams vying um, for that that, um, fourth spot, especially with the Grizzlies losing so many games. So,
2: so I guess what that that in my head that changes it to not only is it a race at the eighth seed, but it's also a race to the ninth seed to get Mm -hmm. to that playoff play-in tournament. So, Mm. um, you know, you've got basically three teams. I would say, I mean, Pelicans probably still have an outside shot, but at this point, I think it's unlikely. Um, but the Grizzlies currently have that eighth seed with the win tonight, um, or today, here in Brizzy. Um, but the Trailblazers, um, Spurs, and the Suns have done a really good job to sort of catch up some ground there. Um, we're all sort of vying off for of that ninth seed um, and, and then the, the opportunity to sort of play that play-in tournament. So mm. it would be interesting, a lot of things still to, still to happen. There's still, um, for most teams, four games left to play. Um, so I guess it's sort of those three teams, or those four teams battling out for which one's going
0: to yeah, At this point, I'd, I'd probably even say whether it's, let's say it's the Spurs, the Suns, or the Trailblazers that get into that ninth seed. Um, I feel like at this point they'd probably be the favorite to knock out the Grizzlies just because of maybe the injuries and they haven't been playing too well. So
2: Yeah, yeah okay. I, I feel that. Um, your team, the Trailblazers, Jermaine, that you picked yep. in episode one, they're looking pretty good. couple of big wins so far. They're, they're currently three and one in the bubble, but they've got a tough game against the Clippers tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that that's gonna. Well, obviously you know, they've been playing really well, but tomorrow is going to be a really big game in terms of just seeing how those pieces you know that we've been seeing at the moment how they fit into you know up um, into a big game like this. But I mean, the reason I picked it, um, picked the Trailblazers, is pretty much Lillard, Damian Lillard. Yeah, he's definitely stepped up. He's averaging like thirty-one points, eleven assists a game. Five three-pointers. So this is like Steph Curry numbers. He's going bananas, isn't he? He, he was insane yesterday. He put up
0: 45 and 12 assists, mm. which is just yeah. ridiculous. That's 11 a- threes. He yeah. was just absolutely this ungodly. He's, he's insane right now. That's
2: a man who's desperate to get into the playoffs and desperate to see some yeah. playoff action. Exactly. So, and, he's and he's I definitely think hungry for you still it. have
0: Nurk, like, you know, 22 points from Nurk. He's looking yeah. so healthy. Gary Trent Jr. is the name I'm a name I've heard. He's surprised been he? it, man. He's been shooting like 60% from yeah. three. <laughs> and um, I think it's seven in that game. Seven from ten in that game, yeah today
2: real random like there's, there's been some random names that have popped up haven't yeah. like, Gary Trent Jr I never would have picked it he was going to be the trailblazers savior like you know mm. we could have counted on on Lillard coming up and putting up big numbers yeah. but yeah. it's those other guys that are like you would never would have mm. seen coming that, that really make the let difference me, let me
1: just read out some numbers for Nurkic just to see how like insane he's playing so He's, last, he's just looking just as healthy games. as he was just before the injury. That's twenty-two why so points a game, eleven rebounds, four assists, one and a half steals, three blocks, ninety-five percent from the free throw. He's going to the line like six times. Is young. he really shooting ninety-five percent? Ninety-five percent and forty-nine percent from the field goal. So wow! These those are like Tim Duncan, and Kevin Garnett numbers, but that's, four games. I know, it's, I know it's four games, but hey, we've only got eight games to play yeah. to in the playoffs. <laughs> so, so this is up. that's fifty
2: percent of the time we've got. So yeah. you know, Nurkic coming coming in hot, and I'm pretty sure. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I'm pretty sure this is the the bubble games was his first game back from his injury. I don't think he played before yeah. the, the that, before that the is break. right. So yeah, because
0: it was just before the playoffs. I think last year is when it It was a bad injury, and he just had setback, setback. Yeah. But obviously, this break being I think about you know what four months, it's really just get got him to mm. walk it's real, in and get. It's, it's a real testament to
2: Nurkish though, because he had a similar injury to what Paul George had. Um, you know, a few years ago when when he had played for USA and came back. And I remember the the year he started to come back at the end of the season, Paul George did not look like Paul George. It wasn't until the next year that he started looking really good. Mm. But credit to Nurkic, he's just sort of hit the ground running and and playing probably, you would say, his best basketball of his career, basically. Um, taken over Hassan Whiteside's starting center spot yeah. uh, from the get go, yeah, which always had
0: to happen. If you look at the advanced stat for Hassan, it's always been pretty bad. He, he,
2: he's one of those guys that gets a lot of box, but but yeah. in fact his defense is Ch- actually, <laughs> quite Yeah, yeah he's chases quite stats. questionable. Yeah. Um, so whereas I think Nurkic is a bit more versatile, a bit more team orientated in terms of the schemes. And yeah, he's like a that. great
0: passer too, and he he have that um, defensive presence as well. So yeah. um,
2: the the other team that I want to t- t- chat about with this race the eighth, and and we sort of dismissed it. On our first episode, when we were talking about who was going to make it, but the Phoenix Suns, what what do we reckon here? Yeah, Phoenix do they have a
0: chance? Like, are they going to make it? <laughs> should or? we have put Donovan in our maybe top three teams of the NBA? If, if they make the eighth seed, maybe yeah. I should have thrown him in like a third. You know what I mean? Like I, Devin, you mean? Yeah, Devin Booker. Yeah. Devin Booker if he makes yeah. it into the eight seed, maybe oh, I should have. It's so hard,
1: him just just because you know, because I don't know, they've been bad for so long. You just kind of, you just kind of. Yeah. Write them out. They're undefeated in the bubble. They've been playing some good basketball. Ayton he's been playing really Aiton's well. Nineteen points a game, nine rebounds, one and a half blocks. We're,
2: we're going to discuss the um, the the bubble MVP. We're calling it. But um, just an early shout out to TJ Warren as well, who's been absolutely cooking in the in the bubble. He, he made so, a record. Know, he's, been nice. he's been nice. <laughs> the the
0: oh, most right. amount of points within three games for. Um, for the paces. Yeah. So, George so never put up within three games, you know, if this, the, um, is, if this yeah. is
2: actually TJ Warren that we're going to be seeing from now on, like
0: mm.
2: uh, I could see them sneaking, at least maybe challenging, you know, say the Grizzlies keep falling off and you know this is, might be their only win for these eight yeah. games. Maybe you, you'll see the trailblazers in that eight spot and then the, um, the sun's in the ninth. Yeah. I see that as a, yeah. as a scenario that could happen. You can't rule out anything. Mm. I still think it's unlikely at this yeah. point. Um, I'm still hedging my bets that it's going to be Grizzlies and and Blazers,
1: they're going to be in that play-in tournament, but because Phoenix, if they're going to make that 8th April seed they they're going to have to win you know another four games in a row probably or yeah, like maybe they... three. Yeah, you know, they're just asking a lot so, in the West.
2: But... So they're one. What are they? One and a half games behind the trail Blazers So you know, it's it's doable. You know, Portland's I... going
1: to lose and then Phoenix going to win. So yeah.
2: Yeah, Lots we'll, go we'll right. see. I mean, you, you think about the, the Trailblazers matchup tomorrow versus the Clippers. That's True. that's yeah. an easily you could see them losing that game even if they do play really well. Mm. Um, so that might be enough to bring them a half game behind, you know. And then it's three games left. Yeah, you never know. I, I, I could see it happening, but again, I, I still think I'm going to hedge my bets, and I think the Grizzlies
1: and Trailblazers are going to be the players it's in that. In exciting that for the tournament. future, though. That that team is looking. Looking nice anyway. It's about time Suns. too. Yeah.
2: I, I feel like they they the Suns fans have weathered enough shitness <laughs> <laughs> for enough for yeah. enough time, and yeah. I think you know. And this might be enough sort of hope that Devin Booker yeah. maybe maybe stays with the
1: franchise and, yeah. they can, they and can build on it. You kind of hope as well, just because he's he's so good, and you want him to be in the playoffs and playing. The best basketball that he possibly can. We talk about Damon Lillard. Devin Booker is another one of those guys you'd love to see in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's made for the playoffs. He's just like a big shot kind of player. I actually love Devin Booker. He needs to make it there at some (laughs) point. I'm disappointed (laughs) not seeing him make it. 100%. 100%. All
2: right, so we'll see how that all unfolds. A couple other things that I I, I wanted to talk about today. Um, One of the teams at the top, um, the Los Angeles Lakers, your boys, Jermaine.
0: Not performing too well. What's going on, mate? What's going on?
1: man it's just, it's, just, it's just like one of those classic Laker things eh like this is always just and, and, and it's also I guess you can say a classic LeBron thing as well there's always that internal yeah. kind of drama always coming up all the time and oh, wherever it's, LeBron it's just, is there's always drama yeah. where LeBron is that's it he brings so much of the um, attention
0: mm.
2: well yeah, I think I think I brought up last, last episode on the pod that that not only is it LeBron this year, but there's a mm. few other characters on the team. You yeah. know, you've got your your Dwight Lance Stevensons your Dwight Howards, your yeah. Rondos. It's mm. it's a cooking pot of just yeah. these egos. It's a mean team. It's, it's <laughs> a mean team. It really it literally is. was how it was described yeah. when they started making those signings a couple of years ago. But I don't know. I, I think this could be trouble for the Lakers, and yeah. especially when they're you know they don't have much time to figure it out. The playoffs mm. are just around yeah. the corner. I'm reading into this a little bit and I think this isn't something that you can just
1: sort of push off. And and there was was something said the other day how LeBron was saying that there's some on-court... There was was a quote by LeBron. There was something behind the Off-court issues happening and I I feel like him saying that wasn't necessary. He really didn't need to address the media to say, hey, there's there's something happening in the back there, but don't worry about it. Kind of yeah. thing. It's like that seems well, like a classic LeBron move. It's like, just like an ex, it's just he like does the, do that, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's like an excuse, and like you don't you just yeah. don't bring it up at all, kind of thing. Just you know, deal with it in the locker, and don't let any don't let it. That's not know. how LeBron rolls, Jermaine. That's it's, what you signed up for, man. No, that's a, that's that's why I've never been the biggest LeBron fan. But oh. hey, great player. But yeah. on the
2: court, there's no denying. But yeah. but there's those there's those little like passive aggressive messages he sends mm. to people, and, yeah. and 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 it's sort of it's worked sometimes. Sometimes it hasn't, you know. Mm. But this time, I feel like there's just not enough yeah. time. But, you know, who knows? Maybe if they get an easy matchup in that first mm. first um, playoff seed. Well, if um, it's the Blazers,
0: that's not an easy matchup. I would, well, I would honest. have thought, yeah. yeah. And it's not like they have great primitive defenders. That's yeah. probably one of the biggest weaknesses they have right now. Because, Definitely. I mean, look, I guess Caruso I'll, I'll push back okay. on that. I think,
2: I think they've got some decent primitive defenders. Well, like, who uh, like, are you going to put in Danny and CJ? Uh, Danny Green could probably guard. guard yeah, Lyle. that's true. I, I think he's a decent defender. Yeah. And, and KCP's not awful. Um, yeah. So and, and I think LeBron when he's switched on he can he can defend the perimeter. Um I am not saying that they're, you know, the clippers, but I wouldn't say that they're an awful perimeter defensively team. I
1: will say this that I've I've been I've been watching Lakers closely the last few few games and their matchup against big point guards like Kyle Lowry, yeah, Mike Conley, Donovan, Mitchell, C P three, they Lakers have been absolutely game cooked by them. So yeah. the big point guard, Latt, like, Lowry, 33 points, Conley, 24, Donovan, 33, CP3, yeah. 21 points, but 8 of 12 shooting. So point guards are torching it.
0: Yeah, they're really missing, like Avery story. Bradley was actually a bit of an impact player on, on the defensive end. Yeah, so really, yeah. he brought a lot of
1: intensity. And I can I'm, I'm I can see it as well, um, just watching the games, you know. A lot of these pick and rolls just aren't getting covered well, and they're just a lot of miscommunication. And Avery Bradley, an all NBA defender, it's hard to hard to replace, replace that,
0: that at all, yeah so. yeah that loss to the um to the Raptors uh, I actually think the Raptors match up really well against the Lakers well they got, they got multiple bodies to throw at um Anthony Davis which not yeah, many teams do that was a pretty ugly game and, and, um, so. and they got those primitive players like Kyle Larry who this obviously just goes off against them so matchup and they got big bodies to put on LeBron as well like you got Pascal mm. you got OG Ananobi who's um can hold his ground against LeBron so matchup wise they actually do match up really well
2: yeah well, speaking of the, the Raptors, um, they're another team that stood out to me in the in the bubble so far. And at the start of the year, you know, Kawhi's left them. They, they've got a big hole they've got to fill. You know, one of the in our minds, the top three player, um, Callum's number, number one, one. Player. Best player in the league. <laughs> yeah. Don't deny that, man. The best. best player in the league. Well, this may hurt your argument, but the best player in the league leaves their team, and and they're still the second. Um, seed in the East they've not lost we're talking about the Suns not losing a game in the bubble the Raptors haven't lost a game in the bubble yet currently 3-0 and as it stands I think they're playing today aren't they what are they doing today I think so oh no they're playing tomorrow so as it stands 3-0 and in the in the bubble they're looking really good they've, they've taken off some good teams as well it's not like they're, they're beating up on the, the Orlando Magics and the Washington Wizards of the world um, do we think that they're a, an actual contender like is it time that we actually start to give them a bit of respect
0: I think I think they are a contender. Because depending on matchups, I still feel like the Bucs should wipe the floor with them. But let's say hypothetically maybe Philly click and then they take down... Because I feel like Philly and Miami would be the teams to potentially take down take the Bucs. Yeah. If that happens, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they make the finals. So, so think- they're a good team and they're, they're experienced. They get a lot of vets. Yeah. And um, they're deep as well. They're a deep team. So, so you think that the Nick Bucks... Nurse, by the way, is going to come up later on? Hey, oh, yeah, I, most likely because I, I love Nick Nurse. I think he's <laughs> one of the best coaches <laughs> in the league, hands down.
2: Yeah, he's a big, he's a big factor, and it'd be good to see him coaching a team without Kawhi in the playoffs and, and how he, how he handles that. But so, so you're saying you think that the Bucks are the, they're sort of kryptonite, and you, you think if they don't go up against the Bucks, then they're contending, but you're not sure if they do.
0: I feel like I feel like this Miami and Philly. If it clicks, they have a better chance of beating the Bucks. Yeah, but I still feel like the Bucks would always be favorite.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we can't deny that the Bucks are the favorite, but um, we'll see how it. All I could I could see up. that series yeah. go
0: to seven though. Like the Toronto, they're a hard team, and they got big bodies. I guess throughout Giannis as well. They got Serge and they got Mark to hold the paint, um, and then yeah, look, I, I, I big. Um, Stock in OG. I think OG Ananobi is a great permanent defender.
2: Yeah. No, I'm all with you there. What, what are your thoughts, Jermaine? Do you, do you take them seriously? Do you think that they can make the finals or win the whole thing? What, what do you think?
1: It's I I can't see them winning at all just because the Bucs are there. They have to get through the Bucs at some point. Um, oh, well, obviously, they don't have to if they match up against Miami, and Philly, like they were saying. But I don't know. If they, yeah, if they get... The easy road to there and don't have to face the box. I don't know. Yeah, it could I, be possible.
2: I, 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 I'm I, starting to, to... I mean, at the start of the season, I wrote them off, just like a lot of people did. And even when they started to win, I sort of thought, oh, yeah, it's the East, it's the regular season. Not really sure. But the more and more I think about it, the more I like this Raptors team in terms mm. of they're, they're deep. They yeah. are able to switch on the defensive end, which mm. we know is the probably the number one thing at the moment in the NBA. Um, They have a lot of players who are confident from last year. They've gained a lot of experience. Um, They're well coached. If I'm picking teams in terms of who I think have a better chance than them, I'm picking the Clippers. I'm picking the Bucks. I'm picking the Lakers. Outside of that, I don't really see anyone else who I think is a better team than them. And and, um, I think that... Um, before before this bubble, I wouldn't have said that. I would have I would have said you your 76ers or your Miami and Celtics, mm. maybe even someone like a, a Houston Rockets or something on the west side of things. But from what I've seen so far, and the way that their team matches up on paper, I think. I think they're, they're right amongst it as the top tier sort of level teams, and um, yeah. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see them in the playoffs.
0: And, and they've locked in, they have locked in that two seed now, Now they they're the 49 wins, and the Celtics have the 45. So they've got an
2: easy easy matchup that so first
0: round. Big advantage, because everyone knows the top six in the East are obviously stacked, so if we stopped it right now, you know, the Celtics up against Philly for the 3-6, which yep. is, I mean, who knows who's going to come out of that one. And then you'd have uh, the Heat versus the Pacers in the 4-5, which would be a yeah. good matchup as well. They're, so, both,
2: they're both almost coin flips, really. Like, yeah,
0: so it's a good big advantage for them to have that second seed and, and go up against either the Nets or the Magic. Because that should be an easy round for them, really.
2: Yeah. And and speaking on on the Bucs matchup, I, I think I think the Raptors matchup bet like better than most teams against the Bucs. You know, you put Pascal Siakam on, on Giannis, mm. like I can't think of many other players who'd want guarding Giannis for yeah. for a playoff series. Um, I had him in my all defensive second team. I think mm. he's an excellent defender in terms of his ability to um, block shots and switch out into guards. He's long like Giannis. Um, I think that's a perfect defensive matchup, Ben. And, mm. and I believe in him. And, and and like you said, OG and Obi can
0: come OG in for well, a spell. Man, he he's, he, he is can come in for a spell stark. if you want to
2: give Paskin a rest. I think they, mm. out of any team in the East, I know we talked about Miami as one of those guys. I'm actually changing my tune, I think. I think they would have the best matchup against the Bucks out of any team. I think they can probably put the brakes on Giannis better than any other side. Mm. Um, I, yeah. still, I still like the, the Miami Heat against the Bucks as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm coming around on the Raptors. And we
0: should mention Fred VanVleet as well. who has been balling. Um, the stats in the first three games: twenty-three, eight assists, four rebounds, on fifty-three percent field goal, fifty percent from three.
2: We'll so. talk about him a bit later. I think um, just a little bit of bit of spoilers for, for later on with our awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So moving along, uh, here's what we want to talk about. So we've had the bubble. We've had most teams have played three to five games so far. You know. Definitely an overreaction at the moment. We're, we're, <laughs> we don't have much of a sample <laughs> size for going on, but I, I want to talk about the bubble MVP. And and it's time for us to overreact. To, to, to... Let, let's overreact. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Let's uh, who who is the next uh, the big thing coming from the bubble? Who who loves it in Orlando? Who loves Disneyland? Uh, those... I think
0: right now the um the best player in the NBA bubble is TJ Warren. Oh, <laughs> <man>. oh. <laughs> it has to be. Oh TJ Warren, <laughs> yeah. of course. So he's gonna probably carry the paces to a championship this season. <laughs> the way, the way it's looking anyway. I mean like in those first three games who has been up thirty nine points a game? Thirty nine points. Absolutely game. outrageous.
2: Um well, um if you want to fact check this in a in a second, um, Callum, but he had what did he have? 57 points in that first game.
0: Fifty-seven, yeah. What was
2: his previous career high? That's that's what I want to know. Um I'm gonna guess
1: like twenty-seven or something. It couldn't yeah. have been Oh he got thirties. He thirty, so he's had some thirty point yeah. games, yeah. To, to, to he's 53. been a scorer. He's been a scorer yeah. like off, on all the teams he's ever been. But if yeah. you look at his shooting
2: percentages, yeah. this guy is is locked in. Yeah, right yeah, now. These are yeah. stats.
0: You got thirty-nine. Um, five point seven rebounds, three assists, which is pretty good. So they get some assists. Yeah. Two point three blocks as well. Excuse me? Two point <laughs> three <laughs> blocks a game. Sixty five percent field goal, sixty percent from three. How like, about the how name about, is the MVP right now? Yeah. How about
2: the, the bubble defensive player of the year with those blocks as well? 2.3 <laughs>
0: <laughs> blocks a game.
2: Oh my lord. Well actually I saw an interesting quote and, and someone had someone else has made this observation. Um of the, the, the different in terms of the perception of the basket in this these smaller arenas. Yeah. Um, someone else pointed out to me that that players um, like TJ Warren are liking this um, smaller arena. There's there's less of a, a crowd behind yeah. the arena. It, it helps your depth
0: um, perception. Dep- depth
2: perception, people are saying. And, and TJ Warren, I think, actually came out and said this himself, that mm. he thinks that the depth perception is why he's scoring so well. Yeah. And that's not going to change. No. So if we're putting yeah. some stock into these you know, four games that TJ Wallace yeah. played, you know, maybe this is who he is for the bubble. For the, bubble, <laughs> for the
1: bubble and then after that and then after it after goes back
2: he'll come, to come back to his measly sort of you know, 18 points for games. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's
0: definitely one of the things that we mentioned last episode was just so many high scoring games and that's one. I think that is one of the main yeah. reasons is because it's a lot easier um to see no fast. It's like they, kind of yeah. like how they train as well. They train in gyms just like this yeah. so yeah. it's that like similar environment.
2: It's pretty hard to tell whether it's the, the depth perception, whether it's the fact that it's um, there the are no crowds, there's no away games. whether the teams are playing a bit more relaxed because there's mm-hmm. not as much stake in terms of home court advantage and they're just trying to get into it. they're playing less minutes um, trying to warm back up. but it's hard to tell mm. why these sort of high shooting percentages are happening, but you' definitely one reason. You've got to get prop- yeah. props to TJ Warren regardless. So yep. I think he's a good good pick. Who, who do you have a pick for the Bubble MVP?
1: Uh, oh, it's it's got to go to Damian Lillard for me. Lillard, hoi. Lillard, Damian Lillard. The yeah. uh, just for in terms of winning, thirty-one points a game, eleven assists, just absolutely, just on a tear at the moment. On, on a tear, so, and, and in is, meaningful games too. Meaningful games, and it and he's you can see that he's on the way to getting that eight seed. Still got some work to go. Yeah, but they've got to be the favorites by now, surely. Yeah. Now it
0: should be Jays down. They should be the favorites to so,
1: that, that's that's who my pick is for. MVP. Other than that, I'd have to put it to, to Nurkic. To Nurkic. Those yeah. so yeah. numbers are godly.
2: The the two Trailblazer yeah. boys, mm. you, you think they they yeah. deserve it? Yeah. I, I, I will give a shout out to Nurkic. He's he's been a
0: beast, and, and especially coming off that injury, yeah. um, it's the Lakers do not want to run into the Trailblazers. I'm, I mean, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they I'm not happy. That, that I, the I wouldn't think. want to
1: see uh, the, the amount of times I've seen Damon Lillard hit game winners on Lakers in the last mm. like six years. Way and, and too many it's not times. like they're, they're not the eighth best. Like they're better than that. It's just they had yeah. so many injuries this year. They would definitely be higher up in my books yeah. If, yeah, if they didn't sure. have all those injuries. And so. They're definitely diff- yeah different team now with Nurkic and a few bit more um, healthy players now. And they've
2: also so you, you've had Hoodie Mello. Mm. You've had regular Mellow. And now we've (laughs) got Bubble Mellow. Skinny 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 Mellow. Mellow. We've got got all these different versions of Mellow. Mellow's been hitting
1: clutch shots. He's he's looking good. He's playing all right. He's been serviceable. He's been doing well. Doing what he needs to be done. Hmm. what needs to be done and yeah, yeah so now I'm, I'm liking that team with Gary
0: Trent Jr. as well another shout out 5 3-pointers uh, a game that team. boy that's
1: Gary great. Trent Gary Trent yeah. 5 T- taking or making he's making 5 3-pointers yeah, shooting like 60% really? yeah. yeah he's counting Twenty points. he's
0: got a cool off a though but he's, he's been performing very well yeah
2: Jeez, that's incredible. I didn't know that yeah. one. Um, speaking of game winners, my bubble MVP has got to be Devin Booker so far. Fair enough. No, that's yeah. fair. 3-0. You know Undefeated. Yeah. The best team in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated Devin Booker. So I, I think, you know, now speaking of people, you know, TJ Warren might cool off. I don't know if Devin Booker will. I, you know, I think that him and Luda in the same elk, but I think yeah. that he's he's got to be my pick for, yeah. you know, and we're, we're going to call it meaningful games as well because they, you know, if they hadn't won all their games so far, we wouldn't be talking about them at all. We'd no. be dismissing them. But um, you know, it's he's in the race. They're in the race. The, the stats.
0: I mean, he's been putting up stats like this previously, but it's just. I guess it's actually affecting winning basketball now. But mm. thirty point seven points, four assists, three rebounds. On forty six percent from the field and forty percent from three. So.
2: Yeah, and and yeah. That, those percentages are uh, respectable because he's not getting easy shots. Like he's the main defensive. He gets double teamed a lot, which is every, a, every you know team.
0: one of the things of the off season last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't happy about those double teams. Paid off in that game winner. <laughs> yeah, that's off. right.
2: He's obviously been working on it. Um, I reckon the NBA should actually. Um, like, issue a, a bubble MVP award. I think that would be great. <laughs> I reckon that would be great. That would be great. I feel like we need yeah. some, some more hype around the bubble. Yeah, yeah know. why not? And I'll also throw say,
0: if I can throw in a little um, bubble Rookie of the Year. Oh, yes. It's got to be Michael Porter Jr. This man's oh, been yes. killing yeah, it, man. Yeah, he he yeah. has had a few games. Yeah, that
1: yeah, few, it was a really but big He had one, a quiet first one, point, 11
0: then. points. But then he had 37 and yeah. then 30. Yeah. And then, um from those averages, he's got 26, 9. And he gets a block game, His field goal's been fifty nine percent.
2: That's that's significant so. for the for the the Nuggets, I think. Because um, yeah, I definitely. think he's they, they've got a bit of a hole. I mean, say what you will about Will Barton, but they've got a bit of a hole that small forward position. You know, mm. you've got you've got good players in, in each other positions. Millsat, and Joe yeah. Hitch, um mm. you got Jamal Murray and Gary Harris as your sort of your core four players there. Um, so if Michael Porter Jr. can step up and and be the man that small forward, I think that's that's pretty significant with them. And and he was highly touted coming out of that that rookie class and just injuries. He was brought him the back.
0: injury concern is why he dropped so far in the draft. He, he yeah. was definitely one of the top five prospects. Yep. He was top three, I think, just to begin college. But then obviously had the back so, um, concerns.
2: Yeah, and obviously one of those players has benefited from the um from the break. So yeah, you know. yeah,
0: he put up twenty seven yesterday as well um, in that loss to Portland, mm-hmm. but.
2: So, outside of his first game, he's he's put up 27 or more each.
0: 11 game. 11 37 30 and 27. Yeah, that's right, that's, that's big. That's yeah.
1: big from a rookie. Very this impressive. Just makes that Nuggets lineup just even bigger. Yeah, and yeah, he's big tall as right. well. He's he moves like a guard and yeah. He um, is yeah, very quick on bright his feet. Great future for that man. Yeah. Hopefully he stays I'm, healthy. I'm
2: excited to see him in the playoffs actually. Um, I think he will be interesting to see if he can keep up this good form. All right, so moving on. So that's that's basically what we're going to cover from the bubble um, so far. We're going to continue our recap of the regular season. Last week, we did um, the all-NBA teams and all-defensive teams. This time, we're going to be covering the awards. Um, so what, the way we've done it, we're going to be covering our top three, just like the NBA does it Um just quickly, what do you guys, do you guys like the awards ceremony
1: and, and the way they've changed it the last couple of years? I personally no, hate it. It's so silly that we find out these awards at the end of the season when the... After the finals. After the finals. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so, everything's already finished. It's all done. No one cares. We'll get, about. we'll get the finals MVP before we get the regular
2: season MVP. And to me, yeah. the sounds dumb.
0: Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. a knock on this year as well on the bubble. They made or everyone vote um, before the eight games even started did they really and, okay and the thing is I mean you can change a lot in these eight games and, yeah. and I feel like that should have really affected including the teams like all yeah. the voting had to be done well especially
2: um, something um, we'll touch on it in just a minute but the rookie of the year award you know someone like Zion if people are going to be swayed. You know, he hasn't played that many Michael, games. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. keeps putting up 30 a game. If, <laughs> if Michael right. Porter Jr. Yeah. keeps playing the way he is, like he might sway some votes, you know, you never know. Like that can elevate
0: him into one of the rookie lineups, yeah. which potentially he's probably been left off.
2: Personally, I, I, haven't, I haven't really let it affect my votes for, for these teams. I've sort of, trying to keep a bit of perspective mm. even though we're getting <laughs> caught up in bubble hype and naming bubble mvps but I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep a little bit of perspective and, and give the body of work a bit yeah. more credit um so we're going to start with coach of the year um i'll get jermaine you, you to give us your um, without revealing your pick um mm-hmm. who's your top three
1: okay no specific order yep i got eric spolstra yep nick nurse and Mike Woodenhoser.
2: Mike, oh, Coach Bud. Okay, okay. interesting. Okay. Bud. All right, Kyle. Okay. What's what's your three?
0: I've got Coach Bud, Coach Bud, Nick Nurse, and Billy Donovan.
2: Okay, so it seems Billy. like we've we've all got three <laughs> of the four, because I because <laughs> I've got Nick Nurse, uh, Billy Donovan, and Spo. I've got Eric Spo. Oh, so I, I didn't oh, I please. didn't have Coach Bud. So I didn't have Coach Bud. You didn't ah. have. Um, who did you not have out of those four I didn't have didn't Billy, know Billy Donovan Donovan yeah. so we've got Donovan Yeah, and you guys you have Spoh Spo. and we've got Spoh okay. yeah. <laughs> that's <true. laughs> that interesting yeah. there we so go. it's, a, it's a top four it's definitely a top four <laughs> but we
0: all have yeah. Nick Nurse Yeah, we all have Nick Nurse and um, okay, you, so you don't have Coach Bud do you?
2: No, I don't have Coach Bud. What's the reasoning um, behind that? The reason I don't have Coach Bud is because I'm rewarding um, a player who I think will receive some awards uh, in in Giannis for, for my balloting, and I think he'll, he'll come up later, and I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to come <laughs> up later, um, and I, and I think that's where my credit is going. I think I think that the the, de- the schemes and things like that. Uh, he's probably going to be my fourth coach. But I think with what he's had to work with, he's had more to work with some of the other coaches. Mm. And, and that's sort of where I credit uh, the system of these other guys more so. Um, so not not to say that Coach Bud's a horrible coach. He's a great coach. And he's definitely maximized the potential of this team yeah, best ever since. Yeah, in the
0: league and most wins.
2: Yeah, he, he won it last year, didn't he? Yeah, I'm he, sure. did, he yeah. did. Yeah, so he, he won did. it last year. Got and some praise last year because, and obviously, um, one of my favorite coaches uh, for the wrong reasons is Jason Kidd left that team, and <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and he's obviously stepped in, and and I feel like the difference was stark in that year, and mm. and I feel like. I put more stock into Jason Kidd being a horrible coach than Coach <laughs> Bud being an amazing coach because the talent on that team is undeniable. Um, I will give him props in terms of his defensive schemes. I think he's done a really good job on the defensive side of the ball um, because he's not typically known for that. Um, Bud's often known for his years with the Atlanta Hawks where he ran some really good offenses and, and um, spread the floor really well. Um, but I think that um, just to split the hairs, I think he's just had more more weapons to choose from, and, and I've sort of deducted him for that reason. So mm. that's, that's sort of my reasoning. Um you guys disagree or hate me or think no, that I'm that's crazy? No, that, that's <laughs> fair enough. I, I
0: feel like I just had to throw him in the top three, I think, just because of the record and the wins, the defense. Yeah. And um, I feel like, Coach Bud, the one knock you can say against him is, I feel like regular season, he's like like a master kind of strategy in terms of, here's your pieces, make a team, yeah, uh, make an offense, make a defense. But in the playoffs year to year he probably hasn't proven to be more of the um, technical side of switching between of matchups style. and things like yeah, that which yeah. yeah. like say like a Steve Kerr or a Pop or one is a bit better at um, changing the team in the circumstances yep. so that's the one knockout i'll say against them but i had to put him top three yeah.
1: yeah and that's something you can't really factor into with a regular season award you sort mm-hmm. of just got to go what's yeah what's happened in the regular season yeah I, I put him in my top three i didn't put him at number one but i put him in there simply as callum was saying well, if did you guys rank your your coaches yeah like the, i did rank them yeah yeah, yeah. what
2: did you have he'll be my two he's you, your two He's my three your three okay yeah. cool um so who was your three then
0: my three was billy donovan
2: Donovan. So, um, you didn't have Jermaine Billy Donovan yeah. on your team. So he was my number two, actually. So I, I have him
1: I, fairly high. I feel like that's a I don't know, I, I feel he's he's done a good job in terms of a oh, really good job. Yeah, OKC. Okay. If they got yeah, a lot of us we've been saying in the last few podcasts we've we've ridden them off yeah, in terms of true. making maybe maybe eighth seed, but I don't know, it's still in the sixth seed, yes it's the worst I feel like there's a there's a few other coaches that are that have done a better job than him. That's all I'm trying to say. He's done yeah. a good job. Though. If
0: you look at the pieces he had, because a lot of people were saying, I mean, like, yeah, there's potential there with Stephen Adams and Gallinari and Chris Paul, but he put them all together and he's got that small ball lineup, the mm. three-headed dragon. I guess the Phoenix Suns tried to do yeah. six years ago, and it's totally paying off. If you look at the um, advanced stats, it's crazy. I, I heard this one stat. Yes, they don't don't fact check on it for me, but <laughs> I'll um, do it right now. I'll do it right <laughs> now. I, I've heard, <laughs> I heard per hundred possessions with um, Chris Paul and Shea. They only outscored the opponent team by three points, yeah, and man. then with um, Schroeder on the court, so the three point guards, yeah. they outscored them per hundred possessions by twenty six points, which is absolutely <laughs> crazy. And That's why they win all these games in the clutch because definitely- they throw that lineup out there, and yeah. no one can, no one knows really yeah. know what to do because they're mm. so quick and can cut and yeah. can just do everything. And you have got Chris, who can literally guard one till three. Yeah, and um, it's it's been a very interesting um, lineup. Yeah. yeah, and
2: and no one would really have picked that um, like that's like a ballsy move to put those three-point guards out there um, particularly with Schroeder, Schroeder not, not yeah. being the best defensive guard you know he, he, he can make a shot but defensively he's a bit bit concerning but yeah ballsy yeah. move there from um, yeah. Coach uh, Donovan I respect um, that pick there. I, I, yeah, he's done I think, well for sure I think the theme of my Coach of the Year pick is basically just who has the most weapons who has the least weapons and who's done the best with, with, what, they've with what they've got and I think Billy Donovan you know outside of Chris Paul I know they're all decent players but you know Chris Paul is your only All Star on that team, mm. and not only that, he's also done well to develop young players like like an SGA, who's yeah. someone who is going to be the future mm. for them. Um, he's given him significant minutes, played him in the right spots, um, and gotten the most out of out of a player like that. I think a lot of his improvement you can credit towards um, Billy Donovan's trust in him, and, I, and I'm rewarding him for that. So mm. yeah, um, and so moving on to our other one that two of us had so. Sp- Eric Spolscher. I had him at three. Yeah. I'm assuming you had him at, at two. I had him at two. Yeah. So, and Callum, you haven't you haven't had Spolscher. No, he wasn't in my top three. And you love the Heat. What's going yeah, on? I, the, I, I love the Heat, man. Like,
0: <laughs> Spolscher, like, I've always said, Spolscher, I think he's the top three coach in the league. Yeah. Um, so. I think
2: I think year in, year out, he's, yeah. he's underrated, and I think he's one of the, the premier coaches in the league. Yeah. Um.
0: And, like, the talent, as you're saying, what he's got on his roster right now, he he's definitely maximized it 100%. I guess we are in the fourth seed. Um, it's, Things could still change, but... Yeah, look, good pick. Good pick.
2: Yeah, just just not quite enough for you to get in that top three.
0: Oh look, he he. Let's give him an honourable mention. Hey? An honourable mention. Yeah, <laughs> probably <laughs> the same as me. As well. I
1: just can't believe what he's done with. Guys like Duncan Robertson, Tali oh, good point. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick they've all just blossomed. Speaking mm-hmm. about
2: maximizing young talent, yeah, like what Sponsor? about Bam? He's like Bam, running yeah, their offense Bam's, now. Yeah. Like
1: he
0: gets like five assists a game and Sponsor, they just play him. was
2: yeah. an expert at that. Uh, it's particularly guys who can shoot and maximizing mm. their ability. He, yeah. he seems to get a lot out of guys, like even if you go back to the Heedles days, back in 2012 and that, like, mm. you know, players like Mike, Mike Miller, Miller and James Jones and things like that. Like yeah. guys with, with one good talent, yeah. he always seems to make the most out of those sort of guys. And yeah, and I feel like your Tyler heroes and, and like that and um, Duncan Robinson mm. great examples of that maximizing yeah. the talents chuck
1: them on another team and you know who, it could who, just be who yeah, knows who they retain the run, so, yeah exactly yeah, they yeah, just could probably
2: but, score less than you know 8 points a game or something like that so yeah. um, um, it seems like we all have the same number 1 um, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Yep, yep. Nick Nurse. I'm I glad think... he's getting some
0: respect from us guys. The <laughs> yep. Bull Boys love Nick Nurse. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, all about first. it. Did you say you loved him? <laughs> I love. I love Nick. Nurse. I think. Too, and like, I think he's the best coach in the league. Not only is he gonna, he deserves the award, but I think he's just the best coach in the league. What I saw him doing the playoffs last year, and um, even in the regular season this year and, and last year, he's this. I think he's just steps and bounds above. And the, the one thing, the reason he got put into the Raptors role. Um, was literally, if you guys remember, you had um, yeah. uh, Casey, was the, he, he won the Coach of the Year. Um, I think he won, yeah. He, he won was, it. He, was, he, <laughs> he won the Coach of the Year.
2: I'm pretty sure he said on the, because uh, the award ceremony was so late this season, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he had already gotten fired when he accepted when the
1: he award. When he accepted the award. And yeah. it was
0: like, people in management realized that it was literally Nick Nurse kind of putting all the chess pieces and putting it to where they are. Because remember there was that year where... Um, the right. Rosen's game changed and he was shooting threes and you had Carl Lowry doing X and Y and the, mm. the, the whole game plan completely changed yeah. and a lot of praise went to Casey but um, it actually should have gone to Nick Nurse hence they fired him and then they yeah. brought Nick Nurse up and it's just like that like never happens Yeah, <laughs> that literally for, for the coach to be fired mm. so he really should have uh, he probably should already have a coach a world, which he doesn't so yeah. I think give the respect where it's due give him one that she's yeah. the best coach in the league
2: yeah crazy I think, yeah. I think it's a pretty clear choice um, considering where they're at um, and, and like we were saying before, probably title contenders now. So yeah. um, with with the, you know, Callum's best player in the league leaving their team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to this one. I want to cover this one pretty quickly. Um, there's not too much to talk about. Um, our Rookie of the Year votes. I think we're all going to be pretty unanimous in, in our decisions. It should be, it should yeah, be unless should you guys be. have
0: some weird things going on. Yeah,
2: um, so I'll, I'll just go through my top three. I'm going to do it in order this time. But number one, my Rookie of the Year, I've got Ja Morant. I think. What? what? <laughs> Jackson Hayes, bro. <laughs> Jackson, um, he, he's my number one. I've got Kendrick Nunn there as well. Um, I, I haven't put Zion Williamson in, in my, my three spot. I just mm. don't think you can reward the amount of games that he's played. Yeah. And and um, I, if, if he played more games, he definitely would have got there and maybe even contended for that number one. But I just don't think you can reward it. He actually also does have some holes in his game on the defensive side of things and, and some, some holes that... I think that even if they played the same amount of games I still might go with Jar Morant. Mm. Um, um so in my third spot I've got Brandon Clark there, who I really, really love and played limited minutes but did the most he can in those mm. limited minutes. Um, um so I've got I've got him at my number three, but clear number one in Jar.
1: Yeah, solid picks. I mean I have exactly the same. Oh I didn't have Brandon Clark though. Oh I, I had Zion in there. You had Zion in there. I, I mean I know I, he didn't I had the same. I had him in my yeah. third spot. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I had uh, Jar Zion and then I actually had K- Kendrick Nunn for my third yeah. yeah yeah. so he was my second I had him over and uh, like he's, yeah. he was in you guys I had Kendrick Nunn no, as the
0: two Zion three yeah. was how I ranked obviously Jar at number one that, that yeah. has to be the consensus yeah,
2: yeah. Um, yeah so I guess that's all pretty straightforward we'll, we'll move on to the next one this one I actually want to talk uh, in depth Ooh. about because I've got I couldn't actually split my 3 and 4 with this sign I've actually got a, a I, I've got I've two,
0: yeah. two honourable mentions I got three and I got two because <laughs> it was hard this <laughs> okay. is, um, yeah, I think locked. the
2: winner was clear for me but those next few I think mm. were tough so most improved player um, oh, I, was thinking,
0: I was thinking six man we can go into that later which one were you in?
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. We'll go. Actually, let's go. Let's go six man. Six man. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll let's to the six man pretty, first. Yeah. Six man first. All right. So, let's go with Calum. You start off with your your top three and honorable mentions.
0: Top three. So start at one.
2: Yeah. Um, give uh, us no particular order.
0: No particular order. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got um no particular order. I got um, Schroeder in there. I feel like I should throw him in because yep. what he's done with the as we mentioned before the OKC. Mm-hmm. I got Goran Dragic, the Dragon. Interesting. Ooh. And I got uh, Trez Harold are these all in, in your top my, three? They're my top three. Wow, wow. okay. Right. No, 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 no. I would say Honorable Mentions, Yep. Uh, Derek Rose and Lou Williams were well, my two Honorable Mentions. Interesting. Okay. So, the top three, Trez, Schroeder, and the Dragon. Okay. I'm going right. to dis-
2: dispute that a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jamal, what are yours? You? My
1: top three in no particular order, Lou Williams, yep. Montrez, and Schroeder. Lou Williams, Montrez, and Schroeder. Okay, yeah.
2: Interesting. Um, any oral mentions that you want to no, like give a, mentions, screw give the a rest. shout out no Derek Rose he's been bowling this year great, he's on a terrible
0: season. terrible yeah. team <laughs> but he's been putting up like I get his points up but I think it's about 18 points a game or so he's been yeah. a good spark plug off that bench yeah no he's been
1: it's been good to watch him again, that's all. Healthy.
2: Well, Jermaine and Calum, you guys both know my feelings for Derrick Rose. Um, the <laughs> listeners might not, but um, he was not anywhere near my six-man
0: of the year. He's award. putting up 18 <laughs> points, 5.6 <5. laughs> assists. That's yeah. what you want in a six-man. No, I'm
2: going to chalk that up to garbage yeah. time. Minutes, yeah. Yeah. And his, just, t- his team is
1: rubbish. I agree.
2: Yeah. I I, I
1: don't. I never even considered him. He <laughs> was yeah. looking good, though. Like, um, he was looking healthy, yeah. at least. He wasn't on. He was, He's probably like... Probably like Eight or nine on my list, maybe. But uh, I'm surprised that you guys
2: haven't mentioned the guy I'm going to put out my in my top three. But I've got I've got Montrezl Harrell, Lou Williams, and um, I've also got Marcus Smart coming off the bench for the Celtics yeah. as as my my other six man. Mm. Yeah, no, look, not uh, even an
0: honorable mention for you guys. What? He probably should be thrown as an honorable mention because he brings so much to the table. But you both, to some degree, six man always kind of like a stats thing, and, and this it's is not like a yeah, stats. This guy. is my problem with yeah. the six
2: man of the year award. It always goes to that that. Point scoring guard off the bench, like a Lou Williams, Jamal mm. Crawford kind of yeah. type. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that defense and playmaking doesn't get as much um, recognition as it should. Um, so, you know, both you and I, Callum, had Marcus Smart as our all NBA first defensive team. Yeah, um, starting. And guard. he deserved that. And he deserved it 100. Mm. Um, percent And in terms of the importance to a team, I would much rather have a Marcus Smart than a Dennis Schroeder on my t- on my side, or a Goran mm. Dragic, or a Derek Rose. Any day of the week, give give that to me ten times out of ten. Um, so I think he's well deserving of being in that conversation for the sixth man.
0: I, I totally agree. Actually, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll throw him in my honorable
2: mention. <laughs> okay. yeah, he <laughs> could be a honorable mention for me too. Yeah. But... <laughs> and and I, I'm, I'm trying hard to put my Celtics bias out of the way, but I, but I truly believe that he he's definitely in contention and, and has the ability to even, you know, in my books, contend for that number one spot. Um, so who, who do we have actually winning the award for you guys?
0: I've got Montres Harrell is who I picked as mine. Oh, yeah. uh, I think uh, he deserved it. I think the Clippers were the best bench team in, in the league. And he's just so good. He's such an energy spark as well. You're saying Zion when he brings so much energy. Yep. When he comes on, he's such a hustle player and he he can get, block some shots as well. He's just so energetic and just big dunks. That that pick and roll game with him and Lou. And um, I know Lou's obviously won heaps of awards previously. But yep. if you actually look, they're both putting up the same amount of points. They've been putting up 18
1: points. I think Lou's
2: averaging a little bit more in terms of the points. You might want to fact-check. i, I fact-check.
1: It's actually Montrez. He's, really? He's averaging 18.7. Lou is 18.3. Yeah, 3. yeah wow. so pretty much the
0: same. So, 18 yeah. points. And I just thought because Trez brings more of the energy to really lift yeah. the team, I thought that was more important and that's why I went with um, Montrezl Harrell.
2: So, I'm in complete agreement there. I, I, he was my winner as well. I had yeah. Montrezl Harrell just edging out Marcus Smart, in fact. Um, yeah, okay. I had Lou Williams a little bit further down. Not not by much, but um, I, I think, yeah, Trez just a more complete um, addition to the team. I would not be surprised if the NBA gives it to Lou Williams because that's just what they do. They give it to the guards who you
0: know I like the knock against him is like he's won too many now you know maybe they just want to give it to someone like else if, if any award <laughs> is it's just, such a default award But so it's, it's six man it's six man
2: so I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA gives it to him but I think Trez is the deserving one yeah. and, and just hearing the fact that he's actually scored more than Lou which yeah. is supposed to be Lou, Lou Williams main draw card um, just solidifies that pick yeah. for me.
1: Yeah. I have him at number one as well
2: for the exact yeah. same reason. especially
0: because Lou can hurt you on the defense so much which Trez I'd just say is Pretty average on that end, yeah. so it doesn't hurt you like Lou would. No,
2: he's yeah. I mean, he's not. He's not a big. You know, I mean, it, his size is a bit of a, a deterrent because he's a, a smaller center. But the energy that brings and the, the rebounding that he brings on the on, onto the court, I think, mm. is you can't really deny it um, when you compare it to someone like Lou Williams, who's just there for his scoring. Um, cool. So we'll move on to our most improved. Another one that I had a tough one picking.
0: Um, I feel like there were three front runners for me though
2: there were three front rows. I'm going to give a special shout-out to her. Well, I've actually done a bit of a rule here. Now, you guys probably have them in your top three, but I've actually ruled out... Um, Devontae Graham from my list Um, just because uh, he's a second year player and he's getting more opportunity (laughs) it's pretty much his
0: rookie year really really, he barely played last year he
2: barely played last year I feel like you're you're expected to step up in your second year you know you you could say something like Luka Doncic has done the same sort of thing so he won't be appearing on my list Mm. um, as well but I don't know I feel like I feel a bit cheap and dirty giving it to a a second year player because I feel like that's just the expectation to get better as your second year and as you're going to get more minutes. Um, so I've, he might be someone that might be on your list, but I've eliminated him. So my, my top three in no particular order, are uh, Bam Adebayo, uh, Brandon Ingram and Fred Vlan Vliet made my, my uh, top three as well. So mm. Fred was the guy that I, I put in over Devontae. Um, cause I think that he's been, uh, at least for me, one of the surprise packages to come out of the Raptors mm-hmm. um, and as well as Nick Nurse being their, their coach. I think he's a, a real reason that they're still competing to be a championship contender. I think, you know, if you look at his stats, he, he is, was in contention for my like all defensive teams as well. Um, a, a great on-ball guard defender, racking up a lot of steals there. Um, it's sort of starting to take over Kyle Lowry as the best point guard on their team. Um, and Lowry's been a Perennial All-Star for, for a few years, so I think he's been enough he's done enough this year to deserve that, that spot there. I feel like we're all gonna have Adebayo and Ingram on our teams. Uh, they sort of speak for
0: themselves. Actually, so. I just realised I forgot Ingram, so 29. <laughs> <mind. laughs> so he'll be my he should you, be are you I've got there? four, Ford okay. I guess the top four. Interesting, but, um, <laughs>
2: okay. All right, so that, those are my three. So Ingram, Adebayo, and Van Vliet. Who who do you have, Carl, with that late edition? With that late edition,
0: so Ingram has Hasfi in there time yes. the uh, I've got um Pascal see Arkham. Bam Adebayo and Luka Doncic really so you've Pascal gone Pascal back to back.
2: back to back in the top 3 he well he stepped year.
0: it up so much and like he yeah. I think I think he deserves
2: it I can't it. really argue with it but yeah. I, I feel like he's improved a lot still mm. again but yeah I feel like 2 yeah. years in a row I,
1: yeah I usually try not similar to the Luka thing like you know Luka had a great rookie season he still stepped it up he stepped
2: it up it's MVP level yeah but you know we kind of expected that. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: you expected him to be
0: MVP level uh, in his second year, excuse I mean, me. That's why I drafted him in the second round of my fancy draft. So maybe yeah. I did. Um, so yeah. So
2: name those three again, Caleb.
0: Um So like, I might trade out. I put Brang, Brandon Ingram at the three. Yeah. Um, but I had Pascal Siakam, and then Bam and Luca. Um okay. and in no particular yeah. order. Okay.
2: Okay. So you did have Luca in there originally. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, my original was yeah, Luca, Bam and Pascal. And cool. um, I forgot about Ingram, so we'll throw Ingram in.
2: We'll get your winner yeah. in a second, I'll be yeah. interested to see. Who, who's your three, Jermaine?
1: I had no particular order. Brandon Ingram, Bam and Devontae Graham. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: Yeah. So you had you had yeah, the Devontae Graham. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Devontae Graham, you, you can't deny that he has exceeded all expectations, Yeah, um, and has sort of come out of nowhere. Mm. Uh, so I didn't even to... know
1: he existed before this season, Yeah, so maybe that plays a factor. <laughs> you would have yeah. thought he was a rookie, basically. I really thought, and then I was like, who is this dude? And then someone drafted him on fantasy, and then it's like, what? Yeah. That, that he, someone he... would be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. only
0: played, he only played 15 minutes a game last season and put up yeah. 4.7 4 points. points. So that's all he did, and this season he's putting up eighteen point two points on seven point five assists, mm. um, which is pretty damn good.
2: Great so, numbers, yeah, great yeah. numbers. Um, a little bit of a you know good stats, bad te- bad team kind of vibe. And but it's
0: good for Charlotte to have something to be a bit hopeful for because I feel like going into the season, I probably would have ranked them as the probably one of the worst, and also the the worst future. Yeah, they don't have they just much had so nothing really going for them you really. You so know, know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's nice to have a nice little bright spark. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, that, that's that's good for them, and yeah. I, I think. I think even long-term, he could surpass Terry Rozier as their, their best guard on their team. <laughs> <laughs> he much. He's insane. Yeah. He's, a, not arguably, much, better he's yeah. arguably better now. He's yeah, arguably better now because he spreads yeah. the court a lot more. Yeah, he's got a better shot, but for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so who do you guys actually have as the winner for this award?
0: All right, I'll, I'll go Surely. first. So I have, I think... I can't believe you forgot this man. It's got to be to be Luka Doncic. I'm sorry, but I think he's the most oh. improved. He's oh. got to be the most no improved. Way. To go from like a 20-point per game to literally almost averaging a 30-point triple-double, leading your team into the playoffs and literally being an MVP contender. Like, how, how can... That step is yes. not an easy step to do. Like, I, how, how can you go... How can you not give it to Luka Doncic? I, I'm completely sold on him.
2: I can I can understand that, and, and I could recognise... He's always put up a 30-point triple double
0: yes. in his it, second season. Look, there's and no I denying. understand he's put up 20 points before, but, like... There's no denying that he's good. Like, he's gone from star like, to star. Both you and I, Callum, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. know. He's a top 10 player. Yeah, he's, he's a hater. No, <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm
1: just being realistic, that's all. Yeah. And I think that... We all, even for myself, I even from that seeing that first year, you could tell that he was going to the, be the writing was on the rule. But to yeah. go
0: from star to superstar like he did, though, it was just yeah, it, hap- it happens. Though. It probably it, is the actually- more, and when it happens, give the man an award. It probably is the more. <laughs> <laughs> he will get his MVP award. He'll get there. He'll yeah. get there. He. Um, it's probably the more significant
2: in terms of the impact on the team. You know, compared to these other players, um, in terms of how he's going to impact the team's chances for a title, mm. but I still think, in terms of some of these other players, like I'll give it away now, my, my winner for this award is Brent Ingram. Um,
0: before before this season, he's been balling
2: I I, I didn't think Brand Ingram was good at all. I, I didn't. Yeah, think me he too. Was a I thought player. it was a
0: write off. I picked him up like in the tenth round of the fantasy draft as like a flyer, and I did wasn't even keen. I was like, oh, that's probably a wasted pick. Yeah. As, and as he a, has yeah. killed it this he's year. He's done. He's yeah. exceeded
2: my expectations tenfold, and I think to go from bad player. Oh to, come on! Uh, I know you're a Lakers fan, but he was bad on the Lakers. No, he was. If he, you
1: actually watched him, he was actually—he's no. always been this good. He, he had—he had bright spots, like uh, spots here and there. He was just weak. He was just—he's still weak. Getting used. To, he still is, but he's still just getting used to his body. But he always had that quick first step. He just was, it was so able long. to make... We always so saw long. the
2: potential. Like I said, we always saw the potential in his length. I just um, never really saw it But he it hasn't enough. put it together yet. And, and, and this year... He um, did. I think
0: he did. I knew and he
2: was a
1: good player. That's pretty
0: crazy, man. <laughs> 24 points a game, 6 rebounds, 4 assists... As well,
2: to me, that's a bigger jump to go from what I would consider a bad player to uh, one of the best players on a. a Well, he went from he was putting up
0: eighteen points last season up to twenty four, and I mean, but the thing is, like, he's their go-to scorer now. The Pellys really had some really garbage time this year. I think there was one at one point they lost thirteen games in a row, and it's just he's went up stats, (laughs) and it was a pretty. I feel like this this
2: award you can reward that you know most improves like the carnival award you can you don't really worry about the the team's record like. You know, well, I kind of do
0: because I, that's, why I, that's why I put Luca up there because he's actually affected winning a lot more mm-hmm. and his step up from. I mean, if you look at it, points, he's putting up. It's more of a step. He's gone from twenty one to twenty nine points. So
2: what's that? Which is difference. eight points difference. What's Ingram's difference?
0: Um, Ingram's was eighteen to twenty four which okay. is only six points. So he's putting up...
1: All right. Like, well, if we're talking about steps, why why is not Bam Adebayo? Well, he, was my, he, he, was, my he number, was my number two. He was he my, was number, my two number two. He was my number two. This man literally doubled all of his stats. <laughs> he's on a Again, winning team. I'm, but he's not a like, superstar. He's I'm an like, all-star right now. He's, yeah. Like, first he's time playing all-star. at an
0: all-star level for sure. And defensively, he makes a big impact. I'm, I'm he literally went
1: from like serviceable player to all-star.
2: This is my counter argument to that. And the argument is opportunity. So, someone, yeah. someone like... When he was given ben minutes Ufa, last
1: season, there was big
0: games. but there, there, there were, like, the Sparks were there. There were some games where he put up, like, 20 and 20, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, now Bam's going to go back to the bench.
2: That's right. And, and you know, uh, we keep referencing fantasy in this episode, but, you know, Bam Adebayo was drafted the highest out of all these pe- people, because we expected him to be... And, uh, I, and I, I drafted him as well, so I got rich, Bam and... Reached yeah, like, that paid off. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But, but we, we, we saw this coming, because last year he was behind... Who did they have in front of him last year? Was it Hassan? Hassan, yeah. yeah. he was behind yeah. Hassan Whiteside, so he wasn't even starting, whereas players like Luca and Ingram, their minutes haven't changed this year, it's just mm. their ability, and that's what I want to reward more than the opportunity. Similar similar argument to why I didn't have Devontae making the, the top three, mm. it's just when you give someone more opportunities, if they're good, they're going to make the most of it, and that's why I saw him at number two, he's done an amazing job, um, and he's exceeded my expectations, even though they were high to start of the season.
1: But these these numbers just save much more than opportunity, though. Like, this oh, is, this I'm is not denying
2: it. And that's why it's a two. But when you're splitting hairs for me, yeah. I think that's... yeah. So you had him at number one.
1: I am him at number one because I always knew Brandon Ingram was this good. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe right. so <laughs> it's an expectation game, I guess.
2: Um, so that's interesting. We all had different winners there. Um, we're going to quickly move on to our next awards. Um, two big ones. Um, defensive player of the year is our next one um, I'm very interested to see who you guys actually have winning this award um, I think yeah a bit of a debate for the top, top I, I think personally the top three are pretty easy to pick I yep. had no troubles picking pick my top three but I agree. The, the number one um, I, I don't know if I'm going out on a limb with my number one but I'll, I'll save that for a second um, My let, let's go Callum who, who have you got in your top three
0: um, in my top three in no particular order yep. I've got, um, got Anthony Davis yep. <clears throat> Rudy Gobert and um, Giannis the Greek Freak
1: Okay, I had the exact same. Yeah, I had all yeah, like those three. I had Anthony Davis, Giannis, and I actually had Ben Simmons. You had
2: Ben Simmons over Rudy Gobert. Yeah, right.
1: there. yeah I, 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 don't. I feel like Utah haven't been the same team this that's year. True. That's true. That, they're, that's they're, all, they're all I taken a back step. And like, I'm, I'm not gonna deny like this is this is like seasonal awards. I know that Rudy is still you know all, over the last five years your best defensive player easily, but. I just put Ben Simmons there just because I feel like he's. I don't know why there's
2: so much hype around Ben Simmons being such a great defender. Dude, I, I, I know he's, he's good. So but like, versatile. He's so smart defensive. as
0: well. Yeah, that's like, the word versatile. He can in, defend like he, he's a versatile way. with I, his size.
1: IQ, IQ man. His his IQ is off the yeah, charts. Yeah, some of the steals he gets. Yeah, he's just yeah, reading okay. the game. All right, he can he can read the get those good um, rotations. He can. You know, that's read. interesting. See, uh, see, so I, so I think.
2: For me, I had Rudy Gobert reveal at players. I had him third. Mm. Um, I definitely think he's taken a step back this year. I had him third as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so he was on the cusp for me. Um, and I consider someone like Joel Embiid being another one there. i probably consider him more impactful defensively than Ben Simmons. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: but in terms of the guards, I you know if you wanted to have a guard in there, because all of mine are forwards or centres, so um, it's probably hard for a guard to win this award. Yeah. The, 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 The defensive stats probably favor the big man a bit more um in saying that Ben Simmons is six foot nine so (laughs) I guess he's like the closest thing to a forward as a guard can be um so yeah interesting um now, who did you guys have winning this award? I'm very interested to see how you guys go because I don't know if mine's a hot take or if we're all going to be in agreement here. Well, it's
0: definitely, it's going to be between Giannis and Anthony Davis, right? Is yep. that everyone's top two? Yeah. That is my top two. Yep. Yep. And I feel like that's the main debate, who, who you're going to go with. Yeah. Um, I went with Giannis and that's just because okay. the Celtics just have a, their team defense is a lot better. Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee. If you look at the stats... I wish he was on the, the Celtics. But. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Milwaukee but, Bucks, yeah. 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 Um, their, their defense is just a step up in terms of the actual raw stats itself. And I think he's just the the front-runner for that, just being able to defend the rim and also do, be on the perimeter, just guarding anyone he's so long and strong. So he, yeah. he's, um, he was man of one. Okay, yeah. who was your number one, Jermaine? I had Giannis
1: as well. Wow, we all have Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I thought it was actually pretty clear-cut. Um, yeah. Yeah, Anthony Davis definitely stepped up. Lakers... I think I'm pretty sure Lakers are actually their number one defensively, but um, I still thought Giannis has definitely stepped. He's definitely stepped up in terms of his defensive game. Well, in terms of a defensive rating, active.
2: if if that's going to be I yeah, no, yeah. thing that we go off, then yeah. the Milwaukee we'll yeah, are number one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the that, that Del ahead. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, in terms of defensive rating, yeah. it's 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 a tough one to sort of compare because there's so many different factors at play. Yeah. Um, but yeah Giannis I think and he's the reason like his I, versatility I give, on, I've
0: already mentioned to Brook Lopez is at the rim is stop, stopping <laughs> blocks this year it, that has been yeah. a factor but Giannis mm. is, is the front runner I, yeah. best defense in the league I, I give it to him
2: I think I think his versatility and, and switchability is something that just can't be overstated enough mm. and yeah. the fact that he is able to guard one through five legitimately mm. Um, and just allow for that defensive scheme to be possible. Yeah. Um, I think that he creates the culture there um, through his hard work, through his switchability um, and his commitment on the defensive end. Mm. I, I think it's it's something that you can't really deny. And um, The reason I was saying that I was wondering if it's going to be a hot take was because of our next award. Um, I'm assuming with the MVP, we're going to talk a bit about Giannis in a second, mm. But, he should be in the discussion. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's skip to it anyway because I think this is going to tie into the defensive side of things as well. Yeah. So MVP um, for myself, I had I had Giannis, LeBron, and James Harden as my top three. Um, you could argue that Luca is. I'll have him as my. Well, that was my top three. I had I had
0: Giannis, LeBron, and Luca as my yep. top three. Yeah. Interesting. And um, the reason maybe that debate against Doncic versus um, um, James, James is I feel like that was probably a good maybe month or even over a month there where um, Westbrook literally looked like the better team. Oh, sorry, the better player for that team. That's true. And James Harden did kind of step back a bit. And I, obviously, I feel James Harden's a better player. I'll, I'll remind but just you. just because it's a regular season award and because there was that month where Westbrook was also kind of outperforming him. And, and I mean, they were only in the sixth seed b- before we even did this bubble as well as another yep. argument. That's why I put Doncic in, who was just clearly um, the best player on that Dallas team with a very, very similar record to the Rockets. And putting up just as ridiculous stats as in almost a thirty point triple double, so a lot of a lot of rub, uh, love and praise from me I, going to Luke I, yeah, in, in this this. No, fair enough.
2: I had a hard time picking between those two. I think LeBron mm-hmm. and Giannis were clearly one and two, um, but that third spot, I, I just go Harden the edge, just because I looked at their numbers and you know Harden's averaging more points. Um, he's he's probably still at this stage a better player. Um, say what you will on the defensive end, he's he's made some improvements there. Um, but I just feel that you, you say that Russell Westbrook had that month where he was doing better than, he than was just, James I just
0: thought he was the better player if, you, them, if you look
2: before that month Harden was putting up some ridiculous numbers yeah but to win the yeah. MVP
0: award you have to be yes. dominant for your team the whole and,
2: and, that's, and I, I'm, not, I'm not giving it to him but I think he's mm. done enough to, to just edge out Luca at this stage but I, I had a really tough time deciding yeah. between the two
1: and I had the same as well um, so you who, had you have it, your uh, three? no I, I had um, James Harden at my three yeah yeah um, yeah. simply you know, I think it's because you're a hater though yeah, you, you are I'm a hater, Luka. A hater. He's not Shit. even a top 15 player. Let, me just, clear, let me just clear this up right now. Okay, Luka Doncic, he may slip into the top 50, 15. Did you say 50? 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nah, all right. I know he's going to be a good player, but I'm just saying...
0: right? is a good player right now. He's
1: a great player right now, but I'm just going to wait just a little bit more just to see him... <laughs> solidify he's in his prime right clubs. now he's already he's in the prime he's, he,
0: how much better can you get than a 30 point <laughs> oh, triple I, double the game I reckon he can get better, you can um, get better.
2: but yeah, no, yeah you're never going to live that down Jermaine live the Dodgers hate of a life. you guys do the, <laughs> the top 15 on me in like 10 seconds I <laughs> this straight away okay um, so uh, let's let's reveal our winner for this award because I want to tie it back in at least for my pick for the defensive player of the year I've, I've got Giannis winning and I really can't be swayed for any reason to pick it, anyone else except for Giannis and so, do you guys have anyone different? Do you have LeBron beating out Giannis? I have Giannis. I thought, Giannis? I thought it was... Um, there's a
0: debate there. Um, but I think kinda, Giannis kinda. is the front runner.
2: Kind of. I, I can't really <laughs> give it any, too much credit. But yeah. but if, if... And we've all collectively done this for our MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. This opens up a conversation that Giannis is the first player since Michael Jordan and Hakeem Olajuwon, who we're predicting to win both MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, which is, mm. you know two players have done that before him so yeah and back to back MVPs for Giannis as well so this yeah. is this is the beginning of something truly truly great in Santacompo's yeah. in, in uh, resume here mm. and it's probably the reason why if we go back a couple of episodes I had him at number two in my in my rankings of the top 15 so yeah. um credit to Giannis he's put together an amazing couple of seasons and um You
1: know, not, not often you see this come along. No. And like, it's just scary. The progression that he's every single year always comes back with something new. a little bit stronger, shot a little bit better. And it's, it's scary. You don't, he still has so much more potential even from now. Can
2: you imagine if, and it could be just a matter of when he gets (laughs) a jump shot. Yeah. Like even just like a serviceable, Mm. you've got to get out to him, like three point shot yeah. This man is just going to... He's going to yeah. be the MVP multiple times yeah. in, in the current... Uh, in, in the future generation. So, um, really hard to look past him. I'll give a shout-out to LeBron James. He's turned back the clock again. <laughs> 35 keep, or something? R- yeah, How yeah. yeah, so 30. after a disappointing season last year, he's, he's come back rested. Mm. Um, he's definitely the leader on that team. Um, granted, he's got, you know, another... Top ten player and Anthony Davis on his team, and, and yeah. someone to run with him. But um, his ability to play point guard this year and rack up those assists, controlling the game the way he does, mm. um, you, you can't you can't sort of. Say. I'll,
0: I'll throw some names out there. These are well, let's assume Giannis does win the yep. award again. That'll be a back to back, as you touched on before, Mitch. The only NBA players ever to win back to back champion, no, sorry, back to back MVP awards. Yep. Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, Moses Malone, Larry Bird. Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, Steve Nash, and LeBron James, yeah, and right. now Giannis. So that's a pretty good
1: shout out to Steve Nash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was about to say, I was about to say outside of Steve Nash, it's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good list. Yeah. At the end, yeah. so yeah. yeah.
2: Outside of Steve Nash, those are you. you are big, big names. Out, yeah. out there. They're like top fifteen players of all time. All time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah,
0: now Giannis um, is in, in that group.
2: That's that's pretty incredible. And, and, you know, depending on how the Bucks go in these playoffs, we could be having some serious conversations about where Giannis fits mm. in amongst that group. Obviously, the playoffs, we, we like to put a lot of stock into it. We had a disappointing year last year. But um, for this man, if, if he comes out, let's say he wins a championship... You know, we're, we're starting to look at him in that really <laughs> top tier level of player. Mm. Um, and he's still just getting started.
0: He's, he's turning 26 in December this year.
1: Oh. He's so young. He's four months older than
2: I am. How's that yeah. happen? <laughs> 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 What's going on? What have yeah. I done with my life? <laughs> uh, no, was... if, if,
1: he, if he wins the championship, I'm going to say it now. He's best player in the league.
2: Yeah, I think that's. I think that that would do it for yeah, me. If it wasn't
0: yeah. for quite dominating them last year in that series. Then, but, you know, it's got to be quiet right now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if they get the get the ring this year.
2: Um, we might call it there, boys. Thanks for joining us again on this on this t- um, Ball Boys podcast. No we'll, be, we'll be back next week with some more basketball to talk about. We're inching closer and closer to the playoffs. Not um, too far away yeah, now. Those playoff
0: matchups are going to be very clear. Yep. Maybe, maybe next time we, we yep. do a um, We're going to start to talk
2: a bit about the playoff matchups, any other news that comes up, um, and start to preview the, the good stuff, the NBA playoffs. That's so it. thanks for tuning in, guys. If you want to give us a rating on iTunes, um, if you want to check us out on YouTube, chuck us a like and subscribe. Um, um, I don't think you can do it on Spotify, but thanks for listening anyway, and we will see you next week. See ya.